0: Remember the Perth man whose wife left him and he was so broken-hearted, he put all of his stuff on eBay to sell. I mean, all his stuff, his life, his house, everything in it, his car, his job, his friends... And it attracted international publicity, millions of bids, all huge and all, as it turns out, bogus. So it looked like it had been a massive failure and he was all forgotten about. So you think that would be the end of it. But instead of retreating into a further cloud of rejected angst, he decided he'd instead sell his stuff individually and use the money to achieve 100 of his lifelong ambitions in 100 weeks. Things like uh, getting a part in a Hollywood movie and writing an Oscar. in South Africa, and working in a soup kitchen in Vancouver. Ian Usher is with us now, and I would, I would guess, Ian, that talking to me on afternoons would be right up there on your list, so congratulations.
1: Absolutely, Gillian, yes. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: <laughs> Look, tell us, let's, do, let's just go back a little bit. How were you after all of this went to hell, that whole eBay life sale thing, and you were kind of left a bit flat?
1: I I was, yes. I was kind of left a bit flat. Um, I I had to sort of uh, quickly come up with a plan B, which was a very simple one. I still wanted to sell the house and and still wanted to sell most most of my stuff. So the house just went on to the open market with a local real estate agent. Um, I'd already made plans to set off on my travels, and uh, eventually I decided that's what I would still do. And it it actually took about six months for the house to sell. It was a a terrible time for selling houses in in Perth there. So uh, I struggled for a while, but once the house finally sold, then it became a lot easier for me after that.
0: And you'd you'd made this big list of things that you always wanted to do and set off. Was it as simple as that?
1: Well, yes. I I was asked so many times during the run-up to the life-for-sale auction, what are you going to do after this? And I really didn't have a very clear answer other than that I wanted to do some travelling. So uh, I started to to think, well, what really do I want to do after this? And started to make a list and that list just got bigger and bigger and eventually grew into um, trying to achieve 100 things that I've always wanted to do and I set myself a timetable of 100 weeks to do that.
0: And did you, when you're making the list, did you just kind of just think, I'm just going to go wild, I'm just going to think of everything, I just absolutely, why not...
1: I just wrote it down. Um, I had quite a few lists, you know, previous things I'd written down that I wanted to do, but I thought, well, I'm not going to censor the list. I'll just write them down as they come out and and add new things on as they come up and and, and just do my best to achieve them.
0: So what are some of the things that you've done? Because you've got a good way through, haven't you?
1: I have, yeah. I'm I'm currently uh, just approaching the end of 95 weeks and I've achieved 88 of my list of 100 things. So... Um, it's good behind, behind target a little bit, but I've, I've done some amazing stuff. Uh, more recently, uh, I went to Everest Base Camp. I did a long trek to Everest Space Camp. Uh, I took a flight in a, a fighter jet in uh, Miami, over the Gulf in Miami. Um, I ran with the bulls in Pamplona in Spain, where they run the bulls.
0: Have you ridden an ostrich in South I- Africa?
1: I did, yeah. I had a good time down in Africa and, and one of the other ones, there's, there's a few sort of um, quirky goals in there that, that, that are a little bit unusual and riding an ostrich was one, which um, they're, they're, they're quite a big thing and, and uh, it's quite a fall off it. I fell off the thing and, and hurt myself a little bit, but uh, great fun to have a go at riding one.
0: Are they very hard to ride?
1: Um, it was hard to stay on. I only managed to do 20, 20 metres or so before the thing had me off. It, it turned a bit of a sharp corner and um, there's not much to hold on to. You hold on to the edge of the wings, but uh, there's really not much to hold on to. No saddle or anything like that on them.
0: Because they they look like they run like a fly flies and dart all over the place. And I and, Yeah, and, and
1: yeah they, there's really no predicting where it's going to go. The guys they, um, at the ostrich farm there, they, they actually do a race at the end, a, a demonstration race, but they have them corralled between two long straight fences so they, they really don't have much choice but to run in a straight line but in the open paddock I, I was on there was no telling where this thing was going to go How
0: hilarious, have you sustained any injuries?
1: Well, I've, I've, um, I haven't broken anything but I, I, I've got a few scrapes and bruises and, and scars on the, on the elbows from falling over and falling off bicycles and stuff like that yeah, was, oh, but I'm, I'm still in pretty good shape I think
0: Did you get your part in a Hollywood movie?
1: I did. I uh, that, was, that was such fun. It was very hard to do because um, I, I didn't have a working visa for the States and most places I went to you, you go to all these different agencies and they really can't help you because if you don't have a work visa um, they can't insure you, they have to pay you and they can't insure you if you're not paid. So it, it was difficult to do but I finally did manage to get a part in a, a little movie which I don't imagine is going to see the big screens. It was only a low budget thing called Storage and I played um, the husband of a couple at a bed-and-breakfast place whose nephew was coming to visit them. Um, And we we were just background actors in a scene where the main actor and actress did their thing.
0: What was the thing that you did that you found most exhilarating?
1: Oh, there's there's, there's quite a few of those. I think one of the the most challenging and thrilling things I did was in England, I I rode a motorbike on um, a, a wall of death, which is a wooden like a wooden barrel with vertical walls and you ride around on the inside of it um, up the vertical wooden wall of this uh, barrel. And that was just so hard to do. But but when, when I actually achieved it,
0: we're talking to Ian usher on afternoons if you 've just joined us. He was the Perth man whose wife left him, his heart was broken he He tried to sell his life on eBay and we've just caught caught up with him he's uh, He's now on a mission to do a hundred things that he's always wanted to do in a hundred days as part of that journey. Has it helped Ian with this? Heartache that that you suffered, and and you, I mean, all of this this stuff is is great fun and really life affirming. But a heartache's a real thing, isn't it?
1: It is, yes. I, I guess um, it, it, certainly uh, a large part of what i have doing, or part of what I've been doing, is, is sort of um, trying to fill time with with stuff that, that's interesting and exciting. And as with anything like that, time is, is always a great healer. So. Um, you know I've, I've had an absolutely fantastic two years or almost two years now and um, yeah i certainly feel like it it's helped me move on a lot from where i was that's
0: for sure do you feel like you're over laura yeah i
1: think so i think i'm certainly think i'm getting there now yeah
0: is it something that you'd recommend i guess to other people who are, who are going through <laughs> that uh, it's such, it's such a horrible place to be and you know and i, I you feel so lost and and can you fling yourself into activity does that work
1: Uh, i certainly think it helps you know you can't you can't sort of spend your time moping moping gazing into the bottle of a glass of beer can you you've got to get out and do something but i certainly wouldn't um recommend what i've done as as something that everywhere everyone should be doing to deal with that kind of thing um perhaps i've gone a little bit more to extremes than some would but um certainly yeah you know find a find a a hobby or an interest that it's going to be fulfilling and, and throw some effort and time into that I would guess
0: and I hear that uh, Disney has bought the film rights to your <coughs> story so you're doing okay
1: they have they they bought that um, very early on and they, they actually bought an option which meant I couldn't sell the story to, to anyone else their option was due to which is quite exciting.
0: You could have put yourself down for a part in that as part of the contract and, uh, and <coughs> got your Hollywood yeah. movie that way.
1: Well, it's, but they'd, they'd have had to have got a move on because my 100 my weeks period comes to an end on the 4th of July and uh, it doesn't look like Disney are going to be getting on with things by then. But I'd, I'd certainly like, like a little part in it if they did get around to making it. I'd maybe want to be someone who, who does an interview or a sound man at an interview or something. That would be fun to do.
0: Who would you like to play you?
1: Oh, George Clooney, obviously. I would have thought. Or maybe maybe Ewan McGregor. One of those two, I think, would be perfect.
0: Sounds fabulous. I'm, I'm, I'll put I'm, my I'm, hand...
1: get, I'm getting the thumbs up here for Ewan McGregor. So I'll, I'll stick with him instead of George. It well, depends. If whether, depends whether they're going to make the US version or, or the, the, the the English accent version.
0: Well, if you're looking for someone to play Laura, I'm yes. fr- I'm free.
1: Right. I'll put your name forward to them. No problem. <laughs> so, what have you got
0: left to do on your list?
1: Um, there's, there's a few sort of longer-term ones. I, I've, I've just been practicing my harmonica playing, which really I, I've, I haven't done enough of. Um, uh, I have to learn yet to ride a unicycle, and um, uh, from here I travel, I travel back to the States, and a, a pal of mine in Colorado has a unicycle ready and waiting for me there. So the next couple of weeks I'm gonna, I, I imagine are I'm going to involve more bruises and scrapes as I try and get to grips with the unicycle. Um, one of the biggest ones that, that I'm, I'm working on as well, that one of sort of the, the, the overall goals of the whole 100 weeks is um, raising funds for a, a charity, for, uh, an Australian-based charity, which is the Bowel Cancer and Digestive Research Institute. Um, so on the website, there's, there's details of the fundraising goal. I'm um, offering photos from my travels in return for a donation if people want to help out with that one. Um, it's a very worthy cause but I think I'm raising funds for that
0: And are you feeling like once this is all over that you are ready to settle down a bit again or do you feel like this is just the start of of new adventures?
1: A a bit of both, yeah, I'm I'm certainly ready to stop for a while Um, I think I'm getting tired of the endless travelling and planning and and writing about it all on the website It's it's time for that to come to an end and, and five weeks now to go and I'm I'm looking forward to to a a bit of a relaxing break but there's certainly been an element of of real enjoyment in the travel and the places I've seen and the people I've met and um, as with any travel I think as I cross one thing off the top of the list another couple of places gets added on the bottom of the list or places that I've got to to go back and see again so uh, I do foresee more travel in the future that's for sure.
0: We're talking to Ian Usher on Afternoons. He's the man, you might remember, who was heartbroken. He sold his life on eBay and now he is in the middle of a fantastic adventure. He's uh, doing a hundred things he's always wanted to do in 100 weeks. Are you ready for love again, Ian? Yes, I think
1: maybe, maybe uh, if and when that comes along, that, that would be fantastic.